All right, cool. You ready? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Sober Black Girls Club Podcast with your host, Jay Nicole and Katie. Katie, what's up? How you doing? Red hair. We got the fierce red hair looking amazing. What's up? Nothing much. Yes, I'm definitely in my red hair. Happy Juneteenth, which is coming up on Monday. Happy Pride. Um, What's up? Ciao. Real quick, I need to rant a little bit. Let's go. I'm being a little dramatic, but... There's just some so in New York we have the saying, right? And it's a very logical saying, but it's a saying in New York that we say a lot and I'll explain it in a bit. But the saying is, Are you dumb? And basically when we say, Are you dumb? We're trying to figure out what you're thinking. Um, what's the what's the thought behind the action you just did, right? It's not necessarily calling a person dumb, even though I can see how like one would think that. Yeah. And um, I realized, like you know, just in this, this journey of trying to become a better person, I've told myself many times to stop saying "Are you dumb?" because a lot of people who are not from New York, and I've seen some people from no, a lot of people. Because the thing is that a lot of non-New Yorkers who move to New York, so they're like, "What does that mean?" And they think it's mean, but I'm really not being mean. I'm literally just asking a question, like, "Are you dumb?" But I can understand like why it would come across mean. So I've tried my best to like stop saying that because it can't come across mean. But it's just a New Yorker thing to say, "Are you dumb?" Like, "Are you dumb?" Remy Ma says it. You can go to New York. You go to any place in New York, Brooklyn, Staten Island, Queens, and you can hear someone at any given corner saying, "Are you dumb?" Anyways. Today, I had no choice but to really say about 10,000 times, are you dumb at work? Okay. <laughs> to someone directly? Not directly, oh, okay. but wanting to. Right. Okay. Just like really wanting to. Like, I work in like a co-working space, and long story short, like we play like music in the background just to like, you know, just to like, like what do you call it, like write noise, right? And, um, like, one of the, the guys, and it's so unfortunate because we share the same birthday. Like, he is so gross. Like, I would, like, it's so, it's very unfortunate. Like, just very unfortunate. And, um, he didn't want, like, the music was on, like, a level one. And it's, like, it's, like, classical music just to have white noise. And it's a co-working space. So people are talking and they're doing phone calls. I'm in a booth. So, you know, you can either go to a private room or a booth to have, like, your one-on-one time. But, anyways, long story short... He's like, I'm reading. And in my head, I'm like, are you dumb? Like, are you, like, this is a co-working space. Like, what are you talking about? Like, if you want quiet, go to a room. So because you're reading. Yeah, or a library. Because you're reading, we, like, is this all about you? And honestly, like, this is one of those moments where, like, you know, now that, like, I'm sober and I don't drink, I really do think about my... My battles i choose my battles because i just feel like there's always there's always going to be something that you can say right there's always going to be something where like you can voice your opinion or you know your past experiences or your past hurt or your egos can make you feel like you've been wronged and like i literally had to think about it and be like 
no, this is, no, no, absolutely not, like, no, like, I said, I work in this place where people talk all the time, sometimes I have headaches, I don't go up to no one and be like, hey, shut up, like, no, it's a co-working space, I go home, or I go into a booth if I want privacy, I do what I have to do, so long story short, I, like, stood up for myself and said, um, no, like, if you want to, if you want silence, go to a room, do something else, and why is grown ass man? I don't know what he thought was gonna happen, and I'm not even gonna get into it. I know this is a little long. Oh well, bear with me. <laughs> this grown ass man in his 50s, 60s, like, dude, what did you think was gonna happen? This is not like the 40s. What you think was gonna happen? Went and quote unquote told on me. <laughs> Went to like quote unquote report me, and like, what? What did you think was gonna happen? And I was like, yeah, I said that. Yes, I told him to go to a room. Yes, I put back on the music. Yes, I'm a grown-ass woman. What do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Anyways, long, long story short, yeah, we just came to an agreement about, like, where to keep the music, which was fine. Like, you know, that's where the music was the whole time. But it's just, like, I don't know. Just living in a world where, like, you just have to coincide and, and co-live among people who are just so immature and just so, like, are you okay? And, you know what, are you okay is, like, my new thing for like are you dumb like oh yeah yeah so now i say like are you okay but really i'm like are you dumb like is something okay (laughs) are you okay like so because you're reading we all have to like just do what you you don't even consider what anyone else wants because you're reading as everyone else isn't doing something anyways that's just the mood i'm in right now but other than that i'm chilling <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. I can understand that. And that doesn't make sense if the key there is co working. So it doesn't say co silence. Like we're going to be like in a library. Like people are weird. I'm glad you stood up for yourself. And you know, can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing? Yeah, you can say one two more things. things. Three more. And, no, and the thing that gets me is because, like, I didn't, like, when I was speaking to, like, the, um, the director of the, the place, like, we were just talking um, about the situation. It's just like, we play too much hip hop. Like I'm just so sick of like covert race. Like you guys, are, like, oh, just say it. What you're they said, they said that you play too much hip hop. He said it, yeah, about like the music choice, like the music mm-hmm. choice that like we play too much hip hop in here. <laughs> and literally, all you have to say is play this, play that, play this, play that. When I, like, literally when I'm in here, I literally go to the receptionist and be like, can you play Renaissance by Beyonce? Which is not hip-hop, but when you're a racist, you think everyone who, anyone who's black, who who's seeing something, is, is, is hip-hop and rap. You're an idiot, because that's not even hip-hop, what Renaissance is. But just like how I get up, and I go to the receptionist, and I tell her what I want to listen to, you can do the same. But when you have underlying um, motives... Like, you make everything such a big deal and, and chaotic. And sometimes it takes everything out of me. Like, I be telling people, it takes everything out of me not to go to, like, old 10 Katie. Y'all be, yeah, some people just really be one, like, because, uh, all right, I'm done. Let's move on. How you doing, Jay? <laughs> nah, thank you for sharing that. It's a fact, though. It's a fact. And I think some people need to be brought back to their realities and realize, like, you're not the only person living in this world. We got to coexist and some of us not going to just back down. So, yeah, thank you for doing that and sticking up for all of us. And, um, 
yeah. So how am I doing? I'm good. I'm chilling. Everything's everything's good. Can't complain. Hanging in there. Just working, going through the summer, starting the summer, really. One of the things I have going on is a front yard grass battle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. So, basically, I I share my front lawn with my neighbor, so I have a townhouse. And the HOA, they, they cut our grass, but they don't, like, seed it or make it look whatever. So the sun has been real bad. Everybody's grass is looking burnt fine. I just like, I'm not even investing no energy. I don't care. I'm not watering the grass. I don't feel like doing that. So whatever, whatever. My neighbors are working hard. Two like 60-something-year-old women, sisters, uh, out there every day doing different shit, trying to make their um, grass look good. I'm just seeing them. I'm like starting to feel bad. Like, dang, they, they out here. I should try to do something. Nah. So I left for a whole Saturday. I wasn't home. When I got back, they had new grass. Like, brand new grass. <laughs> like, they paid, like, almost $1,000 and got grass, like, you know, side, like, put down or whatever. So now my grass looks like dirt. Like, I just have a dirt lawn compared to this. Oh. So now I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what do I do? Like, I'm going to show you the picture. When you see the comparison of this, you're going to be thinking that I need to figure my life out. Let me see. So you can just tell from the picture whose grass is whose. Wait, where's your grass? On the other side of the... Sh- oh, 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 yeah, girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, it don't look that bad. It could be worse, but yeah. I oh, it looks idea. bad. You see theirs compared to this? Yeah. It looks like I got hay and they got actual <laughs> grass. <laughs> so now I pull up today and I'm like, ah, I'm going to go on Amazon and order a new sprinkler. I, it's not going to really matter because, again, the sun keeps burning it. But just for this moment right now, it looks terrible. So I'm embarrassed because they're way older than me. They out here doing this and I just keep getting in my cars, driving off like I don't actually care. I don't like glass. I, so the thing is, that's my, my side lawn is it's a lot. It's a lot, and I can't I can't maintain it without like a sprinkler system, and that's expensive, and I and it's going to take until like next year for me to be able to do that. So now I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars to get my one little square fixed, but the rest of my yards looks like that. But anyway, <laughs> so I I just wanted to share that because um yeah that was my struggle when I pulled up. I'm like, dang, look at this. What am I gonna do? So anyway, guys, I know we just went off on some tangents that happened to us. Um, whatever. Hip hop music, burnt grass. Terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about what we wanted to get into a conversation. And one thing that I was sharing with Katie was that I realized in my life recently that I do not really have a lot of fun. And I took a lot of things off the table for myself. Like, obviously, one was the best thing was drinking. I don't use drugs. So having sobriety, of course, just in that decision itself makes could could make things a lot less fun in some regards, right? Like, but it's been a long time, but still, it's it's still new every time the summer comes, whatever. Then I have another podcast about grief, and I've kind of just not like taking a step back as much from the topic, but kind of because my own personal grief was really just is really like at the surface top right now, so. I try to find that balance where I'll still show up for people, but I have to be mindful. Again, 
that's not fun. It's not something fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, what do I like really enjoy doing? I need to do something. So I did go to a carnival with my um, nephew, my wife, my daughter, and that was fun. And we had a good time. But I needed something for myself. So I'm like, all right, I like, don't laugh, please. I like like yard sales, like stuff like that. Like just trying to find like this thing that's going to be worth something. I don't know. It's weird. And so I started watching like Netflix shows and got all into it, which I've always kind of watched that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this place called Carnival of Collectibles near me. I was in there for like two hours, didn't have service, just walking, like looking at all of this stuff. And like, I actually had fun. No pressure, no nothing. I don't have to show up. I don't have to post on social media. I don't have to worry about meeting quotas for work, taking phone calls. I didn't even have service. So I couldn't even talk on my phone. I couldn't look on my phone. I was just present in that moment doing something that I like to do that was actually different though. And I wonder, like, when's the last time you guys that are listening to this, like, when's the last time you've done something different or fun or, like, stepped outside the box and just get a new hobby or a new craft or something? I feel like sometimes we just keep doing the same things and, and not and just being like, yeah, my life is kind of boring or I'm, I'm overwhelmed or all I do is work and pay bills and sleep. Okay, so, like, change it up. No, nobody, unless you're physically in prison or you have some reason, a uh, handicap or disability preventing you from, do it. This is what I had to challenge myself. I'm like, you just keep saying to people like, oh, my life's not that fun. I don't do this. I don't do that. It's like, oh, I don't drink. I don't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. Like, so then wh- why do you keep correlating those things maybe as like fun? And then what could you do differently? So I took it a step further and <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I actually started a collection. It's going to be funny when I say it. I'm not going to say exactly the details, and I can't online because I'm on a pursuit of something. But I will tell you that. Hi, my name is Jay Nicole, and I am a I'm a Barbie collector. <laughs> for yourself or for your daughter? <laughs> Which answer is gonna not make this get even even weirder? Is that weird? No, it's it's so seriously though. Um, it's for myself, but it's for my daughter. So like, obviously, she's only eight months old. So she can't do it right now. But I am collecting like old things, and I want her to have one of the dopest like black Barbie collections that you ever would like see. Um, so like when she gets older, like she will have it. And so right now, I have this specific like category that I'm. After I'm have like eleven that I got and it is not yeah. But I'm having a good time and they're like never been removed from the box. Like it's fire. Like I'm so, it is crazy. When I got this in the mail and I opened it up, I'm like, cause cats off the bag. I was a big Barbie person when I was a kid. No one ever believes that because I was a tomboy, but at the same regard, I had the Barbie mansion, the motorhome, so many things, and I'm like meshing those worlds together and just doing something that I would have never thought I would be doing and I'm having such a good time doing it like even looking on eBay like oh I gotta no I'm gonna try to get this like I'm gonna get her the first black Barbie ever that's the one of the ones that I'm definitely gonna be getting soon and then just gonna put it on display and so she can't like play with them or touch them like I just got her the the mermaid one um the mermaid collectors with the Disney 100 series so anyway, I know I'm rambling, but I'm excited. Hope you, hopefully you can hear the excitement that I haven't felt like this good in a while, like about 
being interested in something that doesn't just like correlate with some level of like success or some benchmark is just something that I want to do. And whenever I don't feel like doing it anymore, I won't, but it's like, I can get, get kind of like lost in this. And I just want to challenge people to do that. What, what's your thoughts on all of it? And I, I give you free, free range to go in on me about, uh, no, I'm not going to go on in on you. I don't think there's anything to go in on. Um, I guess, I think it's funny. I like saying it. No, you know, it's so funny. I was actually talking about this yesterday. I was on another podcast and I was we were talking about how do we go back and find, or not go back, how do we start again and find the new things that bring us joy Ooh. or remember the things that once brought us joy but we probably forgot. And for me, I I realize that a pattern for me, um, the things that are fun that, that eventually you know turn out to be fun or eventually become this thing where oh I want to do it again and I want to do it again and this is fun and this is cool is that first it's it's a fear, it's a hesitancy, right? And really what it is is it's a curiosity, but then my my anxiety and me overthinking too much gets the better of me and now I'm scared. So for me, I love to sing, but can I sing? No. But because now we're in the social media age of where everything has to be recorded in a side hustle, we don't do things that just bring us joy. Regardless if they if we feel like it looks silly or if we feel like we we can't necessarily do it in a way where we can profit off of it. I love to sing. I literally put on my, my headphones are always in the air and I'm always envisioning myself lip singing like certain songs, the Renaissance album, I guess it's my album forever. And I just be envisioning, like I always say, God knew what they were doing by not giving me vocals. So if I had <laughs> vocals, I would be so huge. Like I would just be the biggest star ever. Um, so I spend a lot of like time, like my free time, like when I get home, like you know when you're like walking home, like I live, my um, co-working space and where I live is like really close, 10 minute walk, maybe less. And when like, I'm walking, I get in, I'm like, no. So like, I'm like in front of like my windows, like clip singing, like in my kitchen for another good like 20, 30 minutes. And it feels so good. It feels mm -hmm. amazing. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I love to dance. I feel like if I have professional training, I could be a great dancer. That's what I have professional training now. So I feel like I'm a mediocre dancer, but that's okay. Like, I love dancing. It, it does something for me. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel great. It makes me feel happy. You know what I mean? And then when I think about when I was a kid, I used to always write like song lyrics. I used to always like put together dances. Um, so it kind of like coincides, but for me, um, no, I think it's important to find the things that like make you happy, that like bring you joy. And I don't think like we can really care about what people think about it or mm -hmm. other things yeah. or um you know how other people feel i guess my question for you is like what was the your initial like when did you get the idea of like let me go collect dolls or go i don't want to say shopping but for lack of a word shopping <laughs> or like go go looking and like what was your the initial sensation in your body because again for me 
Um, I recently started dancing in January, right? I mean, in my apartment, not like anywhere, but just feeling good to like dance or feeling good again to lip sync and like put on shows in my kitchen. I haven't done that in years, in decades probably. Sounds so weird to say decades. <laughs> it just sucks when you just look so young and fresh faced and just so, <laughs> just so, so youthful. Oh, but then we use reality. Anyways, <laughs> but I haven't done that, like I said, in decades. But um, and and when I started doing it, it was I was hesitant. It was just like, no, I shouldn't do it. Like I shouldn't. Like you know, as soon as I get home, I should take off my AirPods and put them back in the case. But then I was like, no, I don't have to. Like I can do what I used to do as a kid. You know, you sing to yourself, lip sing, and do all of that. Like, like I'm in a concert. Like I'm Beyonce's. Backup singer, like I said, God knew what he was doing. Anyways, yeah, girl, what was like your sensation and, and initial feelings? Yeah, no, thanks for sharing that though. I think you definitely like everything you were saying is what I could relate to. It's just like getting back to all that, but I did have that like getting in my head a little bit about it before just kind of going in. So what really happened was, like I told you, I always just been like a yard sale, thrift store kind of person. Like I like doing that. And then I was telling Tanya, I said, you know, I just really need to like do something to feel good. So it's a place by me called a Carnival of Collectibles. I've never been in. I always drive past it. So I went there and I was like, you know, I'm going to get something that's going to speak to me to collect stuff that will remind me like my dad or my grandmother, like to draw me close to them. But as I was walking through, I'm like, this could turn into a disaster. Now you can just start being like, this reminds me of them. This reminds me of them. Now I got all this junk and I can't get rid of it. I don't want to become a hoarder. So when I was there, I was like, you know, I love basketball. I played my whole life. I was a big Allen Iverson Sixers fan. So when I was in the place, I just zeroed in, zeroed in to like, um, like Sixers and like basketball stuff. And then I came across this doll and she had like sports related stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And she looked tore up. Like she didn't look new. She was just terrible. But I just bought it because it was like, I remember like when I used to get Barbies and not even just that, but because of the clothes, it was like Sixer stuff. So it had to do with that. So then I was like, let me look this up. This is kind of weird. So then I was like, oh shoot. Like I didn't even know that all of this was out here. Like so many things. Now I'm like, I already said I wanted to get my daughter the first black Barbie anyway. And then I started looking at that, and my grandfather, he got me, like, a, a holiday Barbie, like, in 1997. She was white, but, I mean, again, back then, it wasn't as many, I guess. Or he just thought it was cool. I don't know why he got it, but he got it. <laughs> and so I still have it, but the box is, like, dismantled. And so I was like, man, that's kind of cool. And I got into it, and I said, you know, another thing, when my daughter is older, like, she might appreciate it, she might not. But either way, it still could be something that I could pass down to her. Or maybe she will like it and we can collect together. But if not, I'm still going to like it and I feel proud about it. And, um, you know, because I'm buying ones that are never removed from, from the box. So they're like actually in the box and like I'm going to have it like displayed out. And like I'm taking this kind of like far, but I feel like good about it. And I feel like it's so the opposite of what I would be doing right now because I would be overthinking like, oh, like I can't be putting money into this. Like I can be paying off this or doing it's like it's just like whatever like people are dying people are losing their lives things are just just live your life that's pretty much what I just kind of wanted this whole conversation to be is like find that thing for yourself and like you said like don't have shame around it shame around anything or wonder what people are going to think like 
I just like to see the reaction because it's just funny saying the word Barbies and me. Not even so much like my age, but it just doesn't like go. And to your point about recording things, I have been recording the process. Like I got a video of me and my daughter, well, her sitting in her high chair and me opening it. A couple of different videos of me like opening the ones that are coming. I just got some packages today, but I'm not posting it right now. Like I want to just record it for the future, but like just be in it right now. Like I don't want to be. Like, I haven't really even told many people about it, like, what I'm even doing. Some of my closest friends don't even know. So, i just been like, yeah, this is my thing. Now, I will tell you on eBay, for anybody that tries to buy something, <laughs> I make, I learned the hard way that if you, if I was selling something for $50, and you made me an offer, like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll pay 45 for it. If I accept your $45 offer, it just charges your card and ships this to you, right? So I didn't know that at first. So it was like, your item has shipped. And I'm like, what What item? What, what did I even buy? But the person accepted my offer. And I'm like, well, there goes that money. Because I didn't even know uh, that. So that's just a little a little uh, hack. <laughs> make sure that you're ready to pay the money if you make an offer. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about that. So. Yeah, we got to we got to be creative. We have to do things. And I think, too, like we live in a world, like you said, where it's hard because someone was like, well, are you collecting them to like make money or sell them? And I'm like, well, I don't know what the future will be. But for now, no, I want to look and be like, yo. We got one of the dopest black Barbie collections you've ever seen, like some exclusive stuff. And that's fire. And um, last thing I'll say about it, my friend made a good point since we are on Sober Black Girls Club podcast. He was like. It might be harder for my daughter to connect to it because she she's growing up in a world where there are more like black Barbies and we just had the black mermaid and things like that. So it will make sense still because it's history. But for me, it's still so crazy because I didn't know that these black Barbies existed back in the 90s. I, 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 I didn't know. Now I know and I'm getting them. So it matters to me, but maybe it, it won't be as impactful to her because it's more of a norm i guess and plus by the time she's older well i can't actually say what it's going to be like the rate we going they could be all gone um yeah so that's that you know recently i've been having this conversation a similar conversation with a lot of people but mostly like childless people and i guess the other first person who i'm having this conversation with and you have a child uh, and childless by like by wants, by wishes. Yeah, yeah choice. Yeah. Um, by choice. <laughs> I'm like, by want, by wishes, by choice. <laughs> okay, so the conversations, let me just give context. So I was having a conversation with a friend who um, we were talking about, like, you know, inhabitants, property. And basically, I was kind of like at, telling her, basically, like, whatever. How deep do I want to get into this? You know. She has an inheritance in another country, inheritance law in that country, the inheritance law in our country. And I was telling her that, um, you know, she should still pursue it. And she was like, you know, she should still get what's 
rightfully hers and she was telling me how you know she doesn't really think she should because it's not like she has kids and she doesn't have a legacy and i'm just like wait what like children are not your only legacy like the things you do in this world are your legacy um and even though you might not have kids you can still you know your legacy can be that you can give you know the property to an orphanage you can give it donate it to shelter you can give it donate it to me hell donate it to some other stuff there's so many other things there's so many other things you can do and legacy does not necessarily begin and end with just children yes children can be um legacies but i also i just feel like when we put so much emphasis on children we kind of are just shaping and 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 you know <laughs> i might not be a parent but i was a kid <laughs> so mm -hmm. i can speak about how you know just the constant um what's the word um the constant pre just the constant what's the word i'm looking for of like the the pre-notions of who i should be and what i should like and what i should be doing and the things i should be you know what i mean it can be burdensome especially when parents and clearly that's not jay but i'm talking about like older parents. Uh, i don't know i gotta interject there i'm gonna interject there because that's a good point that you make i i, I wouldn't say that it's not me because me and my friend just had this conversation too. So he's big into MMA, like mixed martial arts and jujitsu and everything. And he was saying that because I was telling him about the collection for my daughter and everything. And he was like, you know, as parents, a lot of times we do project. And so you do have a little, it's, it's really hard. I'm telling you, it's really hard not to put your likes and the things that you like and you enjoy, um, like not on your child, but into their life because it's something that you love. But where I think I might be a little bit different, Ty and I, um, from a lot of parents, maybe or not a lot, but some, is that I am well aware and open to the fact that she could hate everything that I've put into her life, that I've put her in, that I've introduced her to. But there is a, a selfishness and there is a little bit of that projecting where she has a little rubber basketball. She has these things that I do put around her to see if she gravitates towards it, because I would love it selfishly. But if she doesn't do it, I'm okay with that. That's why I was saying she could be like, this Barbie collection that my mom did is for me. I couldn't care less. My friend was like, she, Tanya's like, she might just get pissed one day at me and like knock the whole thing over and I'll be crying. So I do think that there is that, but I'm also aware that she she's going to be who she's going to be. And I pray that, she, that we can nurture who that person is. But yet, I wanted to make make myself not be out of that category because I can see how. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I was saying that to say that, like, even if like you do have kids, if you're listening to this and you have kids or you don't have kids, I still think it's important that you do things that you like without like thinking about your children. Again, I'm not like I'm not. <laughs> Yo, my mom always laughs when I talk. I said, can you stop, leave me alone? Stop thinking about me. Like, you're obsessed. I always tell my mom, stop thinking about me. <laughs> like, worry about yourself. Think about yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. you, boo-boo, leave me alone. Yeah. And um, I think, like, any child would want their parents, like, yeah, like, nurture your kids. You know what I mean? Like, nurture them, love them. But also make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like, yeah. a healthy parent is a parent that that in my opinion that 
nurtures their joy, that knows what they like, that knows, yeah. you know what I mean? That, that in order for you to be able to give your child something, and I'm not giving you parenting advice, clearly. I'm not. No, you, no. I, I agree. In order for anyone to, like, even in a basic relationship, okay, let's talk about relationships, right? Let's switch gears, something that I can't talk about. In order for me to, like, demand something from, like, a partner, I would need to have given it to myself to know what it feels like or have had to experience it in one way or another. You know what I'm saying? Because other than that, like, what am I even, like, basing this off of? How do I know that this even exists or if it's even possible? So I just feel like it's really important that, like, we give each other that we give ourselves the things that we so desperate. And I think it's so easy, especially as like black women for us to be, get so lost into constantly wanting to pour into other people. And it makes sense as parents and children for parents to want to pour into their children. I think we should, but again, I think sometimes we can get lost in that. And I think like with my mom, I'm always telling her like, what do you do to take care of like, like you know what I mean like work by yourself yeah. go to the spa do something like you know what I mean like you know right. do stuff to take care of your mental your emotional state your self care like I'm I'm fine <laughs> I'm, I'm old enough at this point yeah. so I just think that's I just think that no matter how old we are we still have to um you know we still have to take care of ourselves and nurture our own joy so you know the the dolls are for you like I'm, yeah. <laughs> the dolls are for you put your, you know put your joys and, yeah. and your happiness and um your adventures and the things you find fun first and i feel like a lot of some people like i don't know what what fun is or how to find it i feel like you have to lean into the curiosity you have to lean into the fear again when i feel like a pit in my stomach and it can be about a person it can be about a thing. It can be about a book. I know that that person, thing, or place is going to play a monumental place. I'm part, excuse me, in my life. I know it's going to have some type of, you know, it's going to bring me some type of joy. I just have to lean into it. But right now, you know, my worry and anxiety is just getting the best part of um, the best part of me. So, um, yeah, I, you know, and I, I think a lot of times people also always say like, you know. A lot of adulthood is trying to go back to what we did as kids. Mm. And even though I do see that, and I can agree, like, I do I do agree with that. I also think that, like, it's it's totally okay to um, try to do new things mm. and try, yeah, try to do new things, um, try to live, try to do, even in our everyday lives, like, how we, you know, how we handle conflict, that's creativity, right? Mm. Um how we parallel park like i do not like to parallel park is it parallel parking it is i don't like mm -hmm. to parallel park Go, um going in the back it's scary to me right mm -hmm. but like how fun would that be if i was able to do it in a safe environment that went cars were near me and i actually got it right you know what i mean if i leaned into that fear and and i tried that for the first time you know in the city that i lived in these i don't know i'm not doing that i don't care what no one says this face these teeth are too important for me to ever they don't do this in new york but where i'm at they ride these scooters i'm not doing that i don't care what it says i'm not doing that i can ride a bike i'm not getting on a scooter it's a little scary they go pretty fast no, but you know how like we have city bikes and like the city yeah. that you put, like you can get with your phone? 
here they do that with um with here they do that with scooters. Mm. Yeah, they they move kind of quick. I've been on a been on like a scooter and felt like I was gonna fall. So yeah, no. I, I think it was a good episode. I listen. Find something fun to do. Whatever you want to collect Barbies, collect Barbies. You want to go? I don't know what you want to do. Skydiving, something like do it. Like that's the thing. It's like I think it's so easy to just get so in. Like this is all I do. I've got to pursue this. I've got to do this. I got to work on this. I got to contribute to that. I got to blah blah, blah 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 blah. That's how I feel anyway for myself. And I had to take a step back. Like all right, like. You know, you can still contribute to people and help, but you, but what what's fun to you? Like, what do you even do? Like, that's not mandatory. Like, what do you do that's not just um, something that you want to do for the good of humanity or whatever? And I'm not taking away from my contributions, but it's like, all right, like, what do you do? Well, now I am actually trying to think about which shelving I want to get and how I want to display this, and I want to put LED lights and make this look cool. Do I want? it to be like a little museum at some point i don't know like do i want i know one thing i'm not doing is is looking up how much i spent <laughs> that's not what i'm gonna do i'm like nah i'm just gonna think if i can afford it i'm gonna buy it i'm not gonna tally it all up right now i can't do it because i know me i'll be like oh dang i could have did this or whatever but um lean into life man it's so short it's so precious and it's also a gift so have fun find a way to do it with you yourself kids your spouse just whatever at work whatever you gotta do do it and yeah last thing last the last thing first before we get out um definitely you know we're running our juneteen fundraiser this monday is juneteen um i am really expecting at least everyone that listens to this episode to at least donate two dollars well i'm gonna say five actually five dollars via the link that we're going to put in the caption and then pass it on to someone else Juneteenth, celebrating the emancipation of enslaved, enslaved, not say slaves, enslaved African Americans, um, and you know the fight still continues today. Um, not only via physical chains, but physical physical chains, um, but through addiction, through capitalism, through white supremacy, through racism. So it's still all relevant today. And if you value the resources and support like this podcast, um, donate to our fundraiser. Alright, that's that. Yeah, donate. $5 or more. <laughs> Let's go. I know you can do it. Um, yeah. Leave us a comment, review, something like that. And um, $5. Well, Kate's going to get her grape. She's going to get some sleep. I'm going to do the same thing. Thank you um, for tuning in again. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.